All right, got everybody here. Let's do Eric. Present. Eric. Present. <laughs> oh, this is going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> Liam. Present. Pre- Taylor. Present. No okay. joke. I thought we were starting with silence. So I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Eric off time, like wiggling his fingers and like the jitter of it all. It looks like he's become possessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's later. Yeah. You're in yeah. Tough, I'm bud. very upset. Uh, Rogers sucks. I think the key is we just need to do what we always do. Speak slowly and wait for each other's cues. <laughs> Fuck you. Do you know how hard I edit our shit so we're not talking over top of each other? I wouldn't know. I don't listen. That laughs like you wouldn't each believe. Yeah, we don't other. do any of that. There's oh. no way. <laughs> so we got All like right, a... I'll do the recap since you guys didn't oh, listen to last We're jumping episode. right in? Excellent. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is going to be so bad. I fucking love fucking it. Fucking me. All right. <laughs> it's just, I think the rule should be if you hear Eric, stop. Everyone else, stop. Eric, No, because he's already five seconds behind. So he's going to be hearing us talking. And then he'll be like, oh, they're talking. After he's talked for five <laughs> seconds. But then we pause <laughs> and let him have Shit. his thought. Yeah. Should I, should I try to restart? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Dios mio. Okay. Recap. God damn it, Taylor. I'm he still listening. He's, talking, he's listening. Okay. Yeah. You cocksuck. <laughs> Why don't you listen to me? You entered town. Uh, John Hand informed you that there was a gentleman causing issues among the citizenry. Samuel and you Gregory. confronted that man, being his name Samuel Gregory. Fuck that guy. Yes. Um, who also flipped voices after he was done orating. That was an interesting little trick that you guys... That. Weren't sure what was going on for. That was great, by the way. Yeah, I, I, again, on the fly, no preparation whatsoever. Wasn't sure what I was going to do. Stop saying that. Just <laughs> for, it's like in pool or in bowling. You don't react until the pins or balls have stopped moving. Yes. And then you pretend that was what you meant to do. Hey, it works out. I mean, obviously my instinct is good. So yeah. That's a rogue's whole life. <laughs> I did a thing and it worked out. <laughs> And then we split the party. So Eric and Liam had the um, meeting, small council meeting, yeah, uh, where uh, there was a little blowout between Enoran and Eric, or sorry, and Baynard at the end. Mm-hmm. And then we woke to Eric being confronted with a loud noise. I don't think I actually said that it was Taylor in his room, but if I did, it was Taylor in his room. Depending Taylor. on the <laughs> Taylor, the evening before, had, um, so he'd confronted Samuel Gregory in the inn and then followed him to his room that evening. Um, Eric and Liam haven't listened to the podcast and they do not know what happened at that time. And so I'm going to hand it over to Taylor to continue our scene in Eric's, or sorry, in Baynard's bedroom. So Marcus sees Baynard sleeping and he picks up tome or something nearby and he just do you wake up <laughs> yeah baynard would like startle out of sleep and try to like look around and how dark is it in the room right now pretty early in the morning I, I think the sun is probably coming up like marcus has been gone the whole night like he's just coming back he's pretty uh ruffled okay he'd be bleary eyed and he'd like rub his face and like he looks at you and are you are you here to finally kill me? 
Okay, now I actually got a speech for this, so I wrote this, so you're gonna... So you shut your mouth, you hear me? You shut your you mouth. You shut your mouth, you hear me? You shut your mouth when I speak. Anyways, uh, okay. Banner, do you sleep soundly for a man whose kingdom seems balanced on a knife's edge? It's good to see that these petty troubles are being treated as... It's gonna take a second and actually, like, look at you. Ah! I'm mistaken. You've just been barreled deep into ale. Cobalt Brewery Ale. And Mic Mac pops up. <laughs> Taylor said, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. Don't be a fool, Baynard. Do not let the words of one man cast you out from this path you've chosen by you and your god. Yes, there's truth to his words. The people are upset. Their king has been gone for close to six weeks with no sign or word. An error on our part, though one made with good intent. So I'm going to ask you to steal that bleeding heart of yours, admit your fault, and make the promise to do better. Do not waver from this path that we have chosen. You are an adventuring monarch, one who travels this realm, meeting the people and pushing your borders. That need not change. Simply be sure to give the people time and their due. Be present to hear their triumphs and their qualms, but stay true to yourself. Then he's going to get up and start walking away to the words of the door, and just as he gets there, it's like he's opened it, turned back, and he says, the road still calls for you, friend. And he's going to close it, and he's going to leave. You don't get to answer, motherfucker. Cool. I love that. <laughs> Did he just call me friend? Yeah, and we, the path we've chosen. No, I, I'm so impressed, Taylor. Like, that was, that's probably some of the best uh, role-playing you've done with with Marcus yet. I'm Did it on that was great. Thank you so much. That was amazing. I'm glad I'm glad you didn't give me a chance to respond. And I, I, I that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no sarcasm whatsoever. No. Baynard would have been like, We're friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can I get two quick seconds with Connor if you guys pull your headphones off? Super quick. Okay. Um if they go looking for Anran, she's not in the castle. I want to spook them, but she's literally just gone uh, to camp out in the like off the off the road a little bit to like spend the night on the trail and do some like observances under the stars. And she'll come back once they start freaking out. Like she'll walk in with like a rabbit she caught or something. Okay, if you're doing that, I'm going to give you a dream. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, in your night out of town in camp, uh. Not Desna herself, but the presence you feel of Desna comes to you in a dream and points out in those weird fleeting images and sorry, imagery and the feeling of you're you're being pulled out, but it doesn't feel right. So the the butterfly comes, that like blue butterfly from her youth comes, and every time it's like going away into the woods, like the color of the wings change or something? Yeah. Um that happens, it turns around and it's larger as it comes back towards the kingdom and smaller as it goes away from the kingdom. That sort of thing. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll religion to like... No, you don't need can I just interpret that? that? Cool. Interpret it as you like. It's your dream. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> where were we? Uh, Marcus just closed the door after calling Baynard friend. Yes. So it's obviously the morning after. Did you mention what you did the night before? I didn't mention it, no. But Marcus looks rough. Like, he's 
dog tired. He's probably covered in various things. Like Yeah, so this could go either way. Baynard doesn't know what's happening. He's been through the mill. You have no idea what's happened. I hate this so much. <laughs> you all sit down for breakfast at the council table as usual. You're in town after a long time. It's business, business, business right now. And John Hand and uh, Tarvis, is it Tarvis? Whichever one. They both make note that Samuel Gregory has continued with his bullshit today. He's back out in town square talking shit. And it's a larger crowd than it has been so far. Because obviously you're back in town. People are now paying more attention to politics. There's something exciting happening. So they're involved. Um, they say that's something we can deal with later. Uh, we're still all for arresting him. But we have breakfast. We're going to do that. And then uh, I guess I'll switch into John Hen here. But Baynard, you need to address the people. We need a decree. We need a court gathering. We need something that will assuage these fears and let them know that you're listening to them. We have a lineup outside to see you in court today. There are many issues that have been brought to our attention, and I believe we need to sit down and address these. You can go back to fucking gallivanting later. I'm not doing this alone anymore. <laughs> I gotta say, I still fucking love that we made John Hand the Bandit into and that he's John Hand the fucking concierge of everything. Like this man's champion. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, like talk quietly to John Hand right now so that he kinda has to get close to me. Sure. Lower your voice, I'm hungover. John Hand. I've given you a lot of power and a lot of trust. But if you talk to me in such a manner again in front of anyone else, I'll take all of that away. I lay the blame for a lot of this on your feet. I left my country in your hands. If you think you can rule your own country one day, if you want that power, be better. Arastal expects better of you. I expect better of you. I know that you could do better. I trust you, but I am your king, and we are not friends. Huh. Anyone hear those brass balls just like slamming together just there? Like, damn. Yeah, what the fuck? It's really hard not to be shitty because that's how <laughs> Connor would respond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but John Hand knows that he has not been executed multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, 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 again, he's here at the leisure of this man who has changed drastically in front of him. So. I think you've subdued him quite a bit there. I think it's been a tough year for Baynard. I mean, he's not, he never imagined this, right? He's not in a position that, so like, he's going to make a ton of mistakes. He's going to do a lot of bad stuff. Like, he's trying, like, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just like his, his main role model was the Lord that he served under and he did a, like, that guy wasn't a great Lord. So he, he's really, he's out of his depths. So I, that's hopefully what I'm portraying here. Um, uh, John Hand, we'll, I'll talk to everyone. I just need to talk to Anoran and Marcus alone for just a few minutes, but then we'll, we'll hold court and discuss anything with everyone who wishes to speak with me. Thank you, my liege. I will see you there. He quivers. <laughs> I love the idea that like 
Baynard has spent a year kind of like, again, gallivanting, doing nothing that he was supposed to be doing while thinking he was putting enough time into it. And this time, like taking the backpack off, suddenly like a bunch of bullshit came off with it. And he's now just like going to murder Tom. <laughs> he's just suddenly like he's aged like five years over the course of a year, but like it only happened in the one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, you guys go ahead, do your little chat. Uh, let me know when you're ready and we'll head into the pressing issues of the kingdom. Um, Mar- Marcus, do you, you look pretty beat up there. Do you need like, a cure light wound spell? Like, are you okay there, friend? Marcus is passed out. <laughs> like he's... <laughs> Like he he was, he was up all day yesterday. He was up all night. <laughs> you dragged him to this meeting. It's early in the morning. He's out. He's out cold. You wake him up. He's just not loudly snoring, but like I'll I like pour a whole ale over your head. Oh my god! Oh, wow, that's aggressive. <laughs> that is aggressive. Like like he'll Marcus did, will wake up and just be like. <laughs> did you try shaking his shoulder first no. or anything or did you just go right to fucking drowning not drowning he's got his face down <laughs> I waterboard so. my friend <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see what I do to my enemies Marcus will like spring up like dagger suddenly in hand he's like fuck this is like the old days <sighs> sorry for the rude awakening Marcus this, this is important what what happened last night did you follow John Hand I mean John Hand went back to the, the castle in the meeting Sorry, not John Hand. You know the rabble rouser, uh, Samuel. Uh, Sa- Samuel Greg. Was it Gregory? Anran? Is that right? Oh, I thought you were just talking to him. You haven't come and get me. I I was also up very late. I'm not with you. Right oh, now. I thought I thought you were at breakfast with us. I thought there was the three of us in breakfast. No, I was not at breakfast. Okay, I guess you're not there then. Oh, right. Yeah, no, Anran's not there. My bad. Yeah, Anran is a wall. A wall's an aggressive term. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll just get a report from Marcus, and we'll... I followed him into the inn, sat with him, we spoke. Tried to bribe him? I did try to bribe him, but he's not a man that's willing to be bought currently. For a paltry 50 gold? Listen, that's what I had on me. You can can fuck off, man. (laughs) The fact that that's pocket change for Marcus is wild, because that's like, how do you buy a whole neighborhood? (laughs) But, uh... He's being paid by someone. He wouldn't tell me who. So he's he's not the instigator. He's simply the match. You're looking for someone that's supporting him because I don't feel he's the man that's going to pay for all his meals or his stay where he is. Then I peruse the rest of the town, listening to the various rumors and talks and such of the people visiting pretty much every bar that we have, which is probably only like two or three, but still went to those places, did those things, talked with all, anyone and everyone. And the people are, are balanced on a, you know, on an edge. They're waiting to see what you'll do. What will you do, Baynard? Will you fuck the chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's let's talk about chickens for a second. I hate that we can't let Taylor role play Without shit in the bed on him. But I do, man. It's okay. Okay. Let's talk about chickens for a second. So there's a dish you can make with 
Is this in game? This is, or out, is this this out, out of game. game. This is just something funny I've come across. Oh, so I was watching this cooking <laughs> show, and this guy did this chicken recipe, and he's like, "I'm doing this chicken recipe wrong. It, it calls for a poulard. All I have is a regular chicken, and a poulard. I looked up what a poulard was. It's a chicken that's been spayed. That way, it can't lay eggs. So all of its food." goes into like making it fatter and more delicious and it sounds like a delicious bird but like so i was like well how the fuck do you spay a chicken could not find how to spay a chicken anywhere what i did find was one website it was about like running your own homestead and it was how to castrate a chicken because the, the castrated male chicken is also very delicious and it calls to do internal surgery on your chickens to castrate them, the way you do it is you tie a brick to a string and then you tie it around its neck. And you so you lay the chicken on a stump. Its neck is like gained, like held down by this brick. You do the same to its feet. And you literally do internal surgery on your chicken. And the instructions are like, yeah, you're probably going to kill some chickens. <laughs> Try it on a dead chicken first. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would I do this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's my story about chickens. Hey, Eric. <laughs> how did, what the how fuck? How did we get here? What the fuck? <laughs> I read some fun stuff on the internet. I'll tell you. Why? I wanted to be a chicken. Like, how is it done? So instead, I found out how to castrate a chicken. What? I know you have to feed hens scrambled eggs so they don't eat their own eggs. What? But, like, like why did you dedicate so much time to this? I, I want that's How is it question. done? As soon as you got into diagrams, I would have been like, no. This was like a half yeah, hour. It sounds like you spent it's a half hour of Googling. A good couple hours. No, half hour. Half okay. hour. And it was just like, well, I was watching uh-huh. something on TV. Uh-huh. It was just like, how do you speak a chicken? I don't believe you. I'm sure there's probably... <laughs> I'm sure there's like French articles on how to make a poulard because it's a French thing. Like on how to spay it. But I couldn't find anything English on the web, on the internet. If anyone out there knows how to spay a chicken, you let me know. And you don't want to trust Google Translate for a surgery. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't. Anyways, this isn't staying in. We're going to no, get some is, weird people in the Discord. This is getting cut for sure. Anyways, where were Anyways. we? Where the fuck were we? Chickens? Um, I asked Baynard what the fuck he was doing. And yeah, then we Taylor were talking about chickens. Taylor did an amazing chunk of role play. And then you, you did and another And you all shat on it. Thank you. You can all okay, fuck so, yourselves. Marcus, out. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to fuck this chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you assholes. Marcus, um... I was seriously considering giving up the road, but you're right. We, we set out on this path. We set out on this path with other people, other friends, other who, friends who became family and they're gone now. It's just me and you. We're the original writ holders and that writ still stands. We still have to explore. We still have to push the boundaries of this kingdom that rests on our shoulders. I, I, I'm not sure if you heard me speaking to John Hand just there, but I told him that we're not friends, me and him. Uh, you're one of my only true friends. You're the only one, one of the few people that's known me since before I was a king. I wouldn't be king without you. I mean, you were an integral part to that battle with the Stag Lord. If you didn't distract his men, I couldn't have done what I did. Oh, you mean almost died? I didn't almost die. You, you, yes, you, sorry. Yes, you almost died. I saved your life, though. <laughs> Uh, if you didn't almost die in that battle... You're right. After that battle, you tried to kill me, or at least I you threatened to kill me. I, well, I threatened to kill... Yes. <laughs> uh, 
And what a battle it would have been. <laughs> I would kick your ass. <laughs> I I don't doubt it, uh, Marcus. I don't doubt it. You've brought down stronger than men than me. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's find Anoran and get to this. You you know what? I'll find Anoran. You get some sleep. You've done great service. And no, I will not be giving up the road. Question for the DM. Is exhaustion a thing in this? Yeah, yeah you'd be like fatigued. Fuck it. I think you're second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you're get, you're gonna need a nap. Okay. Well, like because I know in five e, like if you are exhausted, like you start suffering penalties to rolls and stuff. They yeah, simplified I mean, a bunch. It's a condition in this. You get fatigued, and then you actually have, I think, exhausted, and then uh, immobilized okay. or something. It's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure Marcus has said his piece, so yeah, he's gonna tundle off to bed. Skedaddle, Bernard, you go looking for Anoran in her quarters, and she is not there. Can I search her room pretty thoroughly? Just take a twenty on the perception, see if I can find like, any note or anything from her. Yep. Uh. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would not have brought it with me, so it is sitting on like under a book on the desk. Yeah. Um. I'm going to send you a message, Eric, if you want to read it out loud. Yeah. Or if you want to just know it. Find a letter. Not from Anoran, but to Anoran. Oh, cool. Do you want me to send it to you? Do you want me to read it? Yeah, just read it. Okay. I I think first, Baynard might recognize the writing. Yep. And it's pretty clear. uh, You've seen a goodbye note like this before. What? It says, Dear Anoran, you don't know me, but I know you. I am your younger brother, half-brother, half a lot of things, half-elf, whoa, half a set of twins, halfway through my education onto the minor priesthood in Shaq's warship, half-terrified of putting ink to paper to reach you, well, fully terrified. You see, dear Eldonessa, dear sister stranger, I know where your father is. I know where our father is. I'm currently hiding in the south, in the stolen lands, but I, I've i made an egregious error. I've let the drow know my whereabouts, and I fear I'm not long for the surface, or perhaps the mortal plane. Find Oleg. He's the owner of a trading post north of the Skunk River, and wait for me at his fort. There are many wrongs I hope to right. Sincerely, Pylon Flory Tiri. <laughs> I can't do it in the voice anymore. Pylon Fleary. <laughs> Stupid fucking name. Pylon Tiri Florden Vexedry, son of the Flor- of Florden Dahl and Lady Ashel Vexedry. Haste over caution, sister. Haste. Is there a date on it? It looks weathered. Like it looks like it's been like folded up, unfolded, traveled with uh, for at least a year, probably a year and a month. I just want to say, what the fuck did you do to your name? My God, I thought I had something, but Jesus. Pylon's full name is Pylon Tiri Florden, which is like the full first name, Vexedry. There's first a posh name. Yeah, he's got he's got a, uh, a, a, a oh, an elf man. name, <laughs> a, a central name, and a and his father's name tacked onto the end of it. Shit. Uh, you don't. It's based on the placement of the posheries. You assume that he did that himself. <laughs> So you find that letter in Anoran's room and a number of things have occurred to you very quickly. 
You, yeah. Is it obvious that like all her traveling stuff is gone? Uh, most of her gear is still present. Like all, what were her weapons? Are her weapons in the room? Weapons are gone. It looks like she didn't sleep in the bed. So, ooh. And Sam and Gregory's still alive, apparently. <laughs> in the square, yes. And you have pressing issues of court to address. Shit, this is an intense session, guys. Like, so much shit is, like, resting on me. It's insane. <laughs> Just for you. No, no, this is fantastic. This is it's what it means to be king, bitch. Uh, Baynard's going to find, uh, like, a steward or someone, someone, uh, like, some servant type servant type person, and ask to see the head of the guard. I forget, is that Tarvis or Travis? One of the... One of those brothers, I need to see them have them. They're allowed to interrupt me while I do, I'm doing the court stuff. And then I, I head off to find John Hand to, to take court. Okay. I think you just do court in the main hall. Um, it's not a big area, so it makes sense to just have the people come through. Would it be the same room that I killed the Stag Lord in? Because I feel like it would be that room. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's where you put the throne. Like right on the spot. I feel like my throne would have like a spot for me like hang my mace right above me. And uh, it's got it's got its own antlers on it, I assume, and it would just be like flowing with like deer hides and stuff, like a gun rack on the back of a pickup. Yeah, the the mace is in the antlers. <laughs> There's a bow, a mace, and his helmet. So you're just a redneck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My old dead eyes, Grace. I have brought this community together for a wrestle. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have ourselves a cookout. Yeehaw! I'd make everyone pray when uh, when I enter too. We'd have to do a prayer to a rastal. There'd be like a lighting of a hearth to show that his uh, warmth and glow is proceeding over the the stuff. So, hey everyone, I feel like it's been years since I've done one of these fireside chats. So, just a few quick things before we get back to the show. Last week, on August 2nd specifically, we released the first episode of Sorry, a nationwide Canadian D&D adventure. We worked with a slew of Canadian podcasts to bring you an Avengers-level collaboration, so please go check that out if you haven't already. Episodes 2 through 7 are found on the various other podcasts that we worked with, and that's listed in the show notes for that episode or at sorryadventure.ca. We've got a pretty grueling schedule ahead of us. This week, we're recording our Halloween special with Liam as the GM again likely end up being several solid hours of podcast for you instead of just the one hour that we did a strange aeons last year and then for the september long weekend on september 3rd specifically we've got five more episodes of hell's horses to finish off the second arc of eric's monster extravaganza that puts arc two at six episodes total and honestly it's been a ton of fun we're all looking forward to getting back to that hopefully in the new year the rest of september and likely most of october until we get to our halloween special will be a G&G drought, unfortunately. I've got another cross-country move ahead of me, and that puts my editing rig in a very small box that's in a much larger box that then gets shipped at some random point in time completely unrelated to when I leave or arrive. So I'm truly sorry about that, but hopefully Hell's Horses will tide you over. I know we sold you on the Pathfinder Kingmaker podcast thing, but Monster of the Week has been such a blast, and we all really enjoy our characters and the story that Eric's doing for us, and I really implore you to give it a shot. During my time without my gear, I won't be sitting idle. I'll be planning our Christmas slash winter holiday release. Uh, we're going to be trying out the mouse guard system because reasons. And last thing, when we started this podcast, I told you there wouldn't be ads. Today, that's a partial lie. 
Part of our story adventure was showcasing Canadian businesses, and there are a couple that are close to home for us here at G&G. So please endure some ad reads for Critical Hits in Curtis, Ontario, and the Boardroom Game Cafe in Halifax. I promise they didn't pay us for these, so are they really ads? Are you looking for a place to reconnect with the Durham Region gaming community? Critical Hit Gaming Lounge is an amazing space to grab a snack and play that board game you've been dying to play, pick up your next booster pack of cards, or stock up on RPG books. But more than that, it's also home to an amazing in-house cafe called Greenwood. Treat yourself to a signature coffee brewed with beans that have been roasted right on site, delicious meals made with the best locally sourced ingredients and baked goods while you sit down to lose yourself in a tabletop adventure with friends, battle it out wargame style with your bitterest rival, or trade cards to finally lock in that perfect deck. With space for gaming both upstairs and downstairs, along with a spacious patio, stopping in for a game or a meal at Critical Hit couldn't be easier. But if you're looking to make Greenwood's amazing coffee for yourself at home, their small batch approach to roasting coffee beans means that you can have your preference of roast and bean to start your day off exactly how you like every day. Critical Hit Gaming Lounge is located in Curtis, Ontario, just off of Durham Regional Highway 2, east of Townline. Stop by to ask more or visit criticalhitgaminglounge.com or call 905-925-7737 to order products, reserve space, or inquire more about the Critical Hit Gaming Lounge and Greenwood Cafe. The Boardroom Game Cafe is the first cafe of its kind in the Maritimes. Located on Barrington Street in Halifax, Nova Scotia, it features a large gaming area with a collection of over 600 games to play, an espresso bar, local craft beer and soda, a tasty menu, and an extensive retail area, which locals can visit at shop.boardroomgames.ca. The boardroom currently only offers in-store pickup and local delivery, but if you live close, use our code GOBLINS15 to get 15% off your online retail order. Uh, court, uh, court's in session. John Hand walks a number of people by you. Uh, they're all minor issues, honestly. Someone's stolen some chickens. Cut the baby in half. Cut the baby in half, exactly. Why is it always chickens? He's like, if you spay the baby first, it'll be more delicious. <laughs> yeah. Now you can't cut it. Now you can't cut it. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So my wife and I have been talking about this in particular. Every character, more or less, that I've had has been male because I'm not comfortable doing female voices and female characters. Yeah, I have that same problem. So I would like everyone to know that the intent is there to better represent the world population, but I can only do male voices. So a wife and husband combo come up and she does most of the talking, but I'm going to do the voice as a man because it's so much easier for me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, cut the baby in half. Just act fed up and breathy. That's sexist. (laughs) No, it's just the way I'm playing my character. (laughs) So a a very ruddy looking man with a big grin on his face is just so excited to be there. Oh, my Lord. Oh, thank you for seeing us. So very happy to be here. My name is Loy. My wife, Latricia. We would like to start a new town in the kingdom of Ramiro. We need assistance to do so. We've already got the place picked out. We... Anticipate paying taxes like good citizens. We merely need people, materials, and goodwill. This is a big one. This is a big first one. 
Was sorry, was that Latricia talking to me or is that Loy? You can address Loy, it's fine. I don't mean to be disrespectful, Loy, Latricia. What qualifies you to run a town in my kingdom? Not to run a town, not to run it, just to found it. It's one, it's one and the same. Well, no. It would still be part of the kingdom of Remuel. It would fall under its jurisdiction. Its people would come here for its court. Just another village, so to speak. Can I do a sense motive? Yeah, go for it. I love that this might be Connor doing another, like, telling Eric. Like, he's just going to be, he's going to be like, oh, I can just start a place and leave it, and it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. 13, I mean. 13, it's, that's middle of the road. He doesn't seem ill-intentioned. He truly just wants to build a little village in his place he's got set aside. They're quite skilled laborers. They're capable of building quite well, and they want to put that to good use. Loy, where where was the location that you were thinking? You know it quite well. It's where you slayed the mighty tatzel worms. And it's such a great area with such rich forests and the river that runs through it. It could be a great place of industry and commerce. And there's no more tatzel worms, so that's great. This feels... No joke, this feels like a plot point! <laughs> None of the tatzel worms got away the last time you went there. This is just far enough away that it's like, we can't get there quick. I love this. <sighs> We've already named it. What What have you... In my kingdom, I'll kill you! <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking for the name? Well, it's on the ford of a river, and the battle of the tatzel worms was there. Tatzel ford. Lame. I didn't write it. Plot <laughs> <laughs> point, I knew it. Anything you guys like, I do by the seat of my pants. Anything you don't like, fuck Paizo, they wrote it. it yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, again, question for the DM. Uh, how how long has this been taking? How long? Like what time? Yeah. Uh, this is probably a couple hours into it by now. Um, and in fact... Tarvis is going to interrupt and pull your ear for a minute, Baynard, while Loy's sort of going through his plan and you just flat out ignore him while you listen to Tarvis. Uh, I understand you were looking for me. How can I help? Two two things. Are we keeping an eye on our friend SG out in the square? Uh, do you mean Samuel Gregory? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just make sure that we're watching him at once. Sir, we've been watching him the whole time. Okay. Uh, Don't fucking sass me. <laughs> the the other thing is, I I need Anoran found. Get a couple of men to search the town and try to find her. I, I I need to speak with her. Sir, we do not get along well with Anoran. She has no respect for the guard. We will do what we can, but if we find her, she might fuck around, and she might have to find out. Tell her her <laughs> king is looking for her, and don't. She's one of our. The, she sits on the council. Have some respect. She's she's your peer. Have some respect to her, please. Oh, I don't disrespect her at all, sir. But she disrespects me. <laughs> she disrespects me, and she's constantly wildcatting. And no, we just I understand. Can't have I understand. That. So I will do what I can to get her. Don't here, force her but arm. It might be in just tell her I request it. It's not resting. It's just find her and tell her I would like to speak with her. That's that's all you. 
restraining. Bam. No restraining. No restraints. Just tell her. Just a message. <laughs> Freedom of movement. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send out a couple guards. He'll do the perimeter of uh, the kingdom, the city, and see what he can find. And either he will find her and she will arrive at some points, or he will not. See? Uh, sorry, Loy, Latricia, I'm, I'm sorry for that interruption. What? Those forests, I don't know if those forests belong to us. You're definitely out of the bounds of Kaber at that point, or of Ramir at that point. That's the hope, sir, that we would, or sire, rather, my lord, my lord, the hope is that we would expand these borders and bring this prosperity to more. My worry is that you'll run foul of the Fey, or the creatures that call the trees home, that the, the trees belong to. What are your assurances to respect the Fey? Whatever writ that you might give us would be what we would follow. I think part of the problem is I, I don't overly know you, Loy, Latricia. Let me think on this. Maybe me and you, uh, the three of us with proper entourage, could travel to Tasselford and take a look at it and see if it is an adequate space for a new town. How how does that sound? So, Loy, the ever-present salesman, says, See, you're already calling it Tasselford. I think I've got my foot in the door. And he says, Absolutely. We'll do that later. All right. On our next, my next journey's out, we will... Do some kingdom business and and discuss this new town. Excellent. Okay, so that sounds like you're taking commoners with you on your next excursion. I can't wait. Whole village gets murdered. <laughs> we want to go south. Why are we going to new old... Ugh. 4 HP. Keep that yeah. in mind. I am now on guard duty. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we, when we go that way, we can swing down to the keep. Yeah, it is... Somewhat on the way to the keep. That's reasonable. We'll also swing by the dryad, too, and see if she's got some stuff for us. She will by the time you get there. You can tie up all your collection quests all at once. Nice. So, John Hand parades a few more people in front of you. Um, many of them mention Samuel Gregory and say, you know, we don't want He's him so here. Handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> His brother's a doctor. <laughs> What a skilled orator, um, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're getting sort of a a half and half feel still, right? The people that come to you angry seem more likely to be on his side, and the people that come for you for advice seem more likely to be on your side, obviously. And he's still going, right? He stops for drinks, he stops for food, but he spends his whole day in that square. And you guys make it to dinner time. Before Anoran returns. Um, not directly to the castle. No. Do you want me to roll stealth to avoid the guards? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not wearing my armor, so I'm going to lose some some big, huge disadvantages here. Uh, Can Marcus be up and about around noon? Sure. And not actively seeking Anoran, but can I do a, a perception to see if I see her coming in just now? Yep, we'll, we'll put that against each other. Lean, what'd you get? 
Uh, I kind of want to hear his perception first, just because it's not that I don't trust Taylor. I'm just very proud of this low stealth roll. Because <laughs> normally with my armor penalties, it would be a negative, but it's a positive. Jesus uh, Christ. Oh. Which is uh, with a 19 on the die, a 22. Cool. Oh, wow. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's going to be rough for me to beat. Hold yeah. on, let like, me. I'm, I, she went out with like a cloak on. She's got her like hair out of her face. So like she looks different too, I imagine. That's awesome. And she didn't take her paw, the like big pendant she wears, like the clasp, which I think people notice more than her like kind of normal human face, a big polar bear claw. Give me your perception. Come on, man. I, I Sorry, I rolled a 17. Okay. I just don't know what my plus is because my, there it is. It's unfrozen. Can I get a circumstance bonus since like I could have come into town at any time while he was sleeping? Nope. Your circumstance bonus is your very high roll. I was I was expecting to come back mid afternoon. Okay, that's fine. I said noon, so I guess you would be up. Uh, so my perception would be a twenty four. So he catches. Can you. I tell him what he sees me doing? Sure. Yeah, I imagine he's not going to approach me. I would. Well, that I imagine I see you coming along some fur away. You're cloaked and trying to be hidden. I'll tell you what you see, and you can tell me what you do. And also, Marcus wouldn't know that they're out looking for you, really. I think I would have heard it going through the castle. Marcus probably checks in with his little spies. <laughs> you don't have the Vine app. Calm down. <laughs> oh. Vine? Yeah, they give you updates in six seconds. Um, you see, you. I think you spot her just because you're used to like the like trudge that she does, the very purposeful walk. But she's got the cloak up, uh, and it's like on her back is that that mace and that buckler, but she's got a bow strung over her shoulder. Um, and she has two rabbits with kind of like awkwardly placed bow shots in them, like not expertly hunted. Um, uh, she's not a, she's a trapper, not a, not a shooter. Uh, and she's, she's entered town and kind of like ducked the guards, I imagine, since Carr didn't say anything. Um, and has wandered to kind of like the back edge of Samuel Gregory's current tirade. All right. Well, uh. <laughs> All right. I just rolled a natural 20 for stealth, so I'm going to like just suddenly just pop up beside you and be like, not your usual attire. Sometimes <laughs> she like doesn't react. I, I want to go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without like trying to look to you to like not give away. Like, I'm, and I'm not making that kind of, I assume we're yeah. both looking up that. Fucking cool guy scene. Yeah. 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 yeah cool guy yeah. scene. I'm sure you are aware of the ways. In which we should be a bit more subtle. And everything I do is subtle. <laughs> you say that. You've died already. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will blame my hood and my attention to the speaker in not hearing you coming, Sher Schwimmer. Uh, but uh, you're correct. Whatever makes you feel better. It's kind of like, uh, probably rare, but a little chuckle. I assume that uh, the king is looking for me. I imagine so. I've only been up for a couple hours. Again, still not eye co- No eye contact. Yeah, we're like <laughs> just, just cool guys there. next to each other. Because Marcus is short for a man, right? He's not. He's I, like think five, said he was, five, I think you said he was 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, <laughs> he's a short ass. He's, he's like 5'11". He's, <laughs> he's yeah, just a sure. tiny baby. He's, he's about 5'9". <laughs> okay. So I, I don't remember how tall Anarin was. But. She's six foot. No, she's okay. She's damn. No, she's she's five nine as well. She's a little taller than average. All right. 
And so we're like the same height, just looking up, like turning our heads slightly and talking. I uh, made my way to uh, to the woods after a bit of a row with the king. Oh, you 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 can get in fights with someone you think is in charge. <laughs> was your nose not brown enough? What was the fight about? Gets a legitimate That's chuckle. That. <laughs> that was a slap. Just, come on. The sarcasm bleeds through. <laughs> I had started to realize that I did not understand the king's intentions, and because of something I needed, I was putting, I think, more faith in him than was due. So I spent the night in the woods as his god would, would like. I hunted my own food, which I have not done in, in some time since meeting you. Months and months and months ago, and I needed to be away. But I am back, and I am curious now with a clearer head to hear what this Gregory says. Baynard does have that effect on people. That or he tries to kill you. So you're doing all right. Hmm. My friend, does he vex you the way he vexes me? You're, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> like he'll turn and look at you like what <laughs> is it, is it, is cool guy moment's over what <laughs> it, the 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 wishy washiness the 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 fact that he drags us back here as often as he can but won't commit to to staying but won't commit to going when I left he seemed uh, to still have no no idea. I imagine he's already packing up for our next trip, and I just can't imagine that he is... I don't mean constantly, I mean in this manner. And in the way that he chews. I cannot stop hearing it when we eat at the campfire. <laughs> and she like goes like... <sighs> yeah, I tuned that out a, a long time ago. You, you're lucky it's only been a few months. <laughs> We've... I don't know if you've realized, we've hit a year on the road. The moon has gone all the way around. The sun has gone all the way around. That's the one that does every year. <laughs> the moon has done it a, a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you, you said yeah. it. There's only one cycle of the moon for the whole the year. The slowest. And then sometimes you see a little moon, you're like, is that gorgeous? Um, I have spent more time here than anywhere in quite some time. And so... I needed to be on the road and alone for a few moments. I've stayed longer than I meant to. The sun is barely up. Uh, but uh, have you spoken to the king? Briefly, when I, before I hit the hay, he's, he's a changed man. He's, he won't do wrong by you, Anna, and you just got to be upfront and clear about what you're looking for. I think that I should, yes, that is something the three of us should discuss a little more in depth. And then to kind of like pull away from the moment, she, she points up at Gregor and says, I noticed that you did not kill him. <laughs> I was half hoping. Even thieves have their code. He's not some brigand, is he? And cool guy walks oh, off. <laughs> yeah, hey. I, I like, I'm looking up and I go, he's not some brigand, is he? And then look over and I'm like, son of a bitch, <laughs> just batman me. Um, and I want to walk in. If Marcus doesn't like physically take me back, I want to join the queue. I'm gone. Like, I told, yeah. I legit left. I want to like, join the queue of people waiting to go in and see the king. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, do you want to go at the end? Do you want to be the last one in? 
I, I, whatever works. I don't know if you'll see everybody, but I kind of want there to be people there, but. We'll stick you at the end so that, you know, he's tired. There may be people like watching the proceedings. They're like, like, like yeah, yeah. It's court. Yeah, people want to see how they react. Yeah. Yeah. We need an execution soon. They need entertainment. Exactly. Well, and I think po- politics is interesting right now because they've got Samuel out in the court spewing right. bullshit. So we get to the end of court and Anoran in her less noticeable state requests a presence with the king. Hood down. <laughs> like walking in. And I don't know if you want Eric to roll to see if he recognizes. Tarvis comes up and taps you on the shoulder and goes, I think we found her. And then <laughs> steps away. <laughs> Marcus will just be somewhere within the crowd. Again. Court day. Court day. 18 for perception. Yeah, you cat you catch her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I didn't prep anything specific for this. I, I thought it would come to me in the moment. Give me a sec. Improv, motherfucker. I know. I just want to have the right. Taylor, the you right shut up. You wrote thing. your shit down. Yeah. Shut up. I thought about it at lunch that's today. Good. It took me five that's minutes. I, I don't hate writing things down. I think that's fine. I I wish I had written down a couple speeches here and there. Would have made things easier, but just a couple. I might do it in the future. Probably not. I'm extremely lazy. Uh, she's going to uh, look around. Do I see like, not as like contented, but like people in the court that seem like they've, they, do they seem, does the crowd seem happy that the king has sat court for yes. the first time in probably a long time? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. definitely, again, it's a, an interesting occasion. It's a rare occurrence to date. And a number of things have been addressed that the general population goes, oh, yeah, that's all good. Okay. Then I'm going to, like, flip the the hood down. I've still got the two, like, rabbits on my shoulder. And I will say... Just rotting carcasses? They were were from this morning. They're fine. And I will will just kind of wait for the king to address me, because I don't think you get to speak first (laughs) in court. Nope. Step forward, cloaked stranger, and announce yourself. Hood comes down, and, and I step on and I say, ah, Good evening, my liege. I have, uh, I have heard that you were looking for me, and I have been looking for you. Um, and I'm going to, like, take the, the rabbits and kind of, like, hold them out in front of me. And I'm going to say, I, when we spoke yesterday, I was not... Uh, I was perhaps out of line, because I have realized a shortcoming of my own. I travel with you. I sit on the council of this town, but the city, this kingdom, uh, and I have never considered myself a citizen here. I worship Desna, you worship Erastal. I am of the road, you are of community. And with this, games that I have hunted myself, in the woods blessed by Arastum, I would like to offer you my first, hopefully, of many offerings as a citizen of your kingdom, not just a visitor. Uh, Baynard steps off the throne and walks down and accepts the, ra- the both the rabbits. Immediately throws them in the fire. <laughs> I slap them with them. <laughs> I got you. I got you so good. <laughs> I'm out, motherfucker. Um. 
Um, uh, we can't, we can't have a nice moment. No. We're so <laughs> we're, uncomfortable with it. We have to make jokes. And, um, and I, I offer up, I almost said my first taxes, but I don't want to put that up to like the rich don't pay taxes. <laughs> uh, and Rand, uh, you're more than a citizen. You're, you're part of my family. We've built blood together. We've fought together. Uh, we've built this community together. Thank you for this gift. Uh, I know, I know that we don't worship the same God, but your gods of the road, roads connect communities. We're connected. I feel in a, uh, a slight twist of the celestial, uh, relationship between our gods. Well, Erastil looks upon Desna as a disgruntled father to her frivolities. I find myself sometimes in harsh judgment of the way you carry yourself, and I would like to be more uh, willing to adhere to your your thoughts and not just enforce them, but help in inform them. It's what a good counselor is for. Come, let's let's uh, skin these rabbits. I will not be a yes man any longer, you stupid bitch. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, and I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'm gonna cast level two cure or level two uh, inflict wounds on you. I'm be like, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I got you so good. Um, yeah, and I'll hail the queen. And <laughs> uh, and I said, and speaking of family, I believe we. We should have a discussion, you, I, and Marcus, before we next leave on the road. Well, good news. He's bringing friends. Oh, good. Well, that will make this easier. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. A couple of things I want to do with like the town before we go out on our next uh, excursion. I want to have a formal trial for Mr. O'Beefy. Beefy. O'Beefy. O'Donnell beefy so we'll we'll do like a jury of eight people from the town um all different strata to to see if they i'll be the judge but we'll get eight we have the pores we have the more the very pores we have i mean not the werewolves (laughs) (laughs) you went the leg sorry not the werewolves um so i want to do that i also want to um on like either tonight or like tomorrow night, I want to do like basically story time where, um, I'll, we'll set up in the town square, big fires. Um, people can gather around and I'll, me and Anoran and maybe Marcus if he wants to. Well, probably not Marcus. Um, but me and Anoran will regale them with tales from the road. Like, so I'll be wearing like that puma skin I took from like, cause I've skinned the puma since we got back. Um, I'll wear it, it's skin and tell the stories of, We'll we'll try to dress up as best we can. Give it like context to why you're away. I like that a lot. Yeah, exactly. We'll like, start explaining like what we're doing out there more and start. And uh, I think I'm gonna have to try to start interacting with people more and just try to be more diplomatic because we don't know how awesome Baynard is at that, right? I think he's gonna have to start coming out of his shell a bit and preaching more about Erastal. I think is a, a big thing too that he's gonna be doing while he's around making his presence known more when he's in town. I think is his plan to kind of justify why he's going on the road. Okay. That's, that's my plan right now to try to 
mitigate this situation. I mean, I really want to kill Samuel Gregory, but I also don't want to be a murder hobo. So I don't know what to do about him. I was very proud of Taylor not murder hoboing. It was so close, guys. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to listen to the episode. Very now. exciting. Okay. Um, we can probably do that trial if you like. I can't imagine that taking more than 15 minutes. So I'd want this to be another public thing. Uh, I would say. Because. Do it in the town square. Yeah. Take over. Jack, is that he, he can't have the town square for his shit if we're doing something more interesting in town square. And everyone likes a good hanging. Woo woo. We, well, we're not going to hang. I don't want to hang out. Like the, the penalty won't be. What I, w- what I would do, though, is I'd put a notice saying, like, he needs a defense, someone to help him with, with defending himself. The notice that, oh, Beefy will need a uh, defense lawyer. Oh, Beefy. Oh, Beefy. You got to say the whole thing. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> O'Donnell Beefy. <laughs> it's O'Donnell Beefy. He will need someone to represent him at his trial. Um, being from out of town, obviously, and being arrested in a foreign kingdom, he has no one to assist him. Um, you set up court for the next day, this trial in town square, taking over the area that Samuel Gregory has been using to proselytize. The town gathers around this makeshift court in the middle of town um, with Samuel Gregory's soapbox off to the side, empty at the moment. And you step forward, obviously, as the king of the land to preside over this thing. And you note, O'Donnell Beefy, you are entitled to representation here, right? We are not an executionary system. You will be given a fair trial. And he goes, well, that's good. I have my lawyer. And Samuel Gregory steps out from behind him, ready to lay waste for the proceedings. Oh, I was expecting Foghorn Leghorn. I, I do. I, do, I, do, I may I just be some country lawyer. <laughs> Fuck. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I may be a simple space chicken country boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Okay.